Yeah, it's your boy, mm-hmm. Mario Quinn. 2019, 2020, coming in full effect, level up music group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Uh, gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climb my way up. Level up studios, that was all up in Peace my and love, family. What's going on? It's your boy, Mario Quinn. And we are here with yet another Level Up podcast. And I must say, I'm super, super amped because uh, I have somebody uh, on the show today that I've known for a grip. We've, we've done a lot of things together in the past um, in a sense of just being in the same scene and doing a lot of cool things. Um, so without further ado, episode 64 of the Level Up podcast, featuring my boy, Different Form. How you feeling today, brother? What's up, man? I'm good. How are you? Hey, man. Fan-freaking-tastic. Enjoying this Monday. You know, uh, blessed to be able to work from home uh, during this crazy crisis. So um, just just excited to um, be able to continue the work that I'm doing and obviously uh, do things like this, things that are, you know, that I'm very passionate about, passion projects and things of that nature. But, um, but yeah, man, wanted to get right into the interview because this is not about me. This is about you and what you do and what you bring um, to the arts community here in Pittsburgh. So um, different form. Let the people know exactly what it is. Um, that you do, where you're from, you know, a little bit about yourself. All right. I'm different form. It's, it's D-F-R-N-T-F-R-M. Uh, I'm a rapper. I'm a beat maker. Um, I came up in the scene. I started, like, started doing shows in 2009. I was in a group called MythCon, which was short for Methodical Connection. Um, then I linked up with DJ Blacklisted and uh, Momonadon. We made four to five phonetics and started doing a lot of stuff in that crew. Mm-hmm. Um, Things evolved. I picked up a different job. I quit making music for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I came back recently, put an album out, and just trying to do my thing like a little bit of a solo tip. Dope. Dope. Yeah, um, I de- definitely remember those fortified days. So talk a little bit. Good times, man. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you were in a completely different group. You said it was called DeathCon? What was it? MythCon. MythCon, sorry. It was, it was <laughs> uh, okay. Methodical Connection. Okay. okay. I decided it was too long. My boy went by Methodical. Okay. And it's spelled M Y T H. Okay. And I used to go by Connect. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we that made it real sense. short for everybody. That makes sense. So what was like that? That like, like, cause like for me, like you know, I kind of got like, I always like singing and stuff like that. I think that was like my style. And then I like met Billy Ocean. You know what I'm saying? And then like in college and stuff like that. And like, I was like, yo, I got this verse, man. I, I don't, I don't really rap, but like, let me know what you think. And he's like, yo, that shit's fire. And like, yeah. okay, I could really do this rap thing. And obviously 30 Realm came out of that, et cetera, et cetera. Can you talk about like that moment for you? What was that moment when you were like, yo, I really want to do music. I, I'm, you know, I'm into uh, it. You know what I mean? Or was it I always came, something I, you've done? Yeah, no, I, I came up on, I started listening to hip hop, like hardcore, like 93. Okay. I came up on like Nas, Wu-Tang. And that shit like changed my life musically. Like I, I was so intrigued. But it wasn't until like, um, uh, it was like 90, like 98-ish, okay. and I I just, all I listened to was hip-hop, but never mm-hmm. really, like, rapped myself, like, never wrote shit, mm-hmm. and I watched uh, a movie called Slam with Saul Williams in it, Okay. and uh, it was on, like, HBO, When that movie was over, I remember I sat down with a pen and paper and, like, wrote my first shit, <laughs> right. and uh, I was like, man, like, this is cool, like, I like this, mm-hmm. so, like, I started writing some stuff, um, I had a... I had a boombox mm-hmm. 
and I, I plugged like the little shitty like eighth inch microphone into into my home computer. Okay. <laughs> I played the boombox in the background. I played uh the Money Power Respect beat by the okay. Law. Oh yeah. I uh, spit my first verse on that, like with the beat playing in the background and me just mm -hmm. rhyming over it. Dope. That was the first thing I ever made, and I started showing it to people. Like I was still shy about it. Like I didn't rhyme like out mm -hmm. in high school or anything like that. But I played for some of my friends, and like like oh man, this is cool. Like mm -hmm. so I just started, man. I kept. I just started like create my own stuff for a minute. Cool. Um, took me a long time to do stuff live. It took me till like 2009 before I started doing any like live shows. But the whole like MySpace era, I started linking up with people like mm -hmm. other like, states, countries, yeah. and getting beats and posting like random music up on MySpace. I right. started doing that like 2002, 2003 or something. Did you, did you have? Did you have that? Your own playlist <laughs> or your profile? Oh, yeah. You had like your top 20 <laughs> friends and like. Had your song uh, playing in the background. That was that was the time. I loved MySpace, man. I I felt like I was like a web guru at that time too. That my mm -hmm. coding skills were unreal. I was like, let's go HTML. I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, I, I like that interface, man. I wish I don't know if there could be something like that to work now. I mean, yeah. I guess like I don't know. It, it was cool. It was it was like it was a great way to network network with people. No, no definitely, definitely, man. That Facebook took over though, and. You know, people people got used to the, the luxury of everything being so easy and automated and you don't have to really worry about anything. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, so that's really dope, man. Um, you know, definitely understand like starting something off and like, you know, really trying to, to figure it out. Um, you yeah. know, I guess even, even more, I grew up in Butler, PA. So like okay. there wasn't a lot of hip hop shit going on. Okay. I knew like two dudes in high school that rhymed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then when I started making stuff when I was like 19 or 20, like I started talking to other people around, but there really wasn't, there wasn't a scene or anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. like, it was always just what me and a couple of my friends were interested in. And right. it wasn't really until I moved to the city where I was able to do a lot more. Okay. And now when you moved to the city, is that when you met uh, Blacklisted and, and Momo Nadon and everything like that? Or how did Actually, that, that's, how did that's how like life brought us full circle back together but we all went to high school together oh really we graduated the same year we were all we all knew each other mm -hmm. um like me and blacklist didn't hang out too much um i was driving nate on to work after school one day and i was in like a car accident i rear-ended somebody oh shit. So, like that's like uh, like that was like the only time we were hung out out of high school like right. we were acquaintances in school but uh mm -hmm. yeah we just met each other through hip-hop like around pittsburgh okay that's how we got back together Cool, cool. So, like, talk a little bit more about that. Like, I mean, I, I can just remember, like, you know, first time seeing you guys, and I'm like looking on. I think it was like, when was like the first first time where I like actually talked to you? I think it was like the Smiling Moose or something okay. like that. We would, there was a show there, and like I'm just hearing these crazy bars, and I look up and I'm like, oh wow, it's two white dudes. Like I was like, oh <laughs> shit, they're dope as hell. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I was just like, yo, you guys had some, like obviously you and Moma styles very different but they mesh really well yeah you know, absolutely. And so we were like super you know i was super impressed with you guys um and so you know i've, I've always been interested in, in understanding like what that dynamic was like for you guys like how you guys you know I, you went to school together but like you know what was that what happened to where you were like all right we're gonna you know start you know surface level records we're gonna do four to five, you know what i mean right. like, start this group and really try to make make something out of it because you guys i mean even from an industry uh, standpoint, I mean, you guys were releasing music before, you know, any of us even knew how to do that. You know, we were still right. using Reverb Nation and SoundCloud. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys like, look, our shit's out. We got it packaged, everything like that. So talk a little bit more. Yeah, for, 
I guess from like day one, it's kind of how we recognize the process. Like we're going to put shit together. We're going to put it in a project, package it in a way like, you know, we could hand it to somebody legitimately. They would, you know, like see it's like professionally done. I mean, we're more prof like the music is more professional now when we started, like it sounds better now, but like at that time, like we made sure we packaged it right. Like mm -hmm. did the artwork. Um, yeah, we, um, when I was in my group MythCon, I saw, I ran into Blacklisted okay. at the Shadow Lounge one night okay. and we just started talking and he was like, oh yeah, man, I DJ, whatever. I make some beats. And I was like, oh shit, man, like we got to link up. So right. I went to his house one day um, and he became the DJ for MythCon after just like, you know, meeting up with each other. We needed a DJ. We we're just two dudes rapping like right, right. off the computer, whatever. Like, man, we want a DJ. Like, mm -hmm. that's how we need to do it. Um, and then the other rapper, MythCon, kind of faded out. He wasn't really into like making, you know, doing the music thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So then me and me and Blacklisted were were doing shows, just the two of us. Just we only did like a couple shows, mm -hmm. just me and him on stage. And uh, he hit me up one day. He's like, "Oh man, you remember Ryan from high school? Like he raps and like he came over the other day and spit some shit. Like he's, I think like you should help him get his music recorded. Okay. And uh, you know maybe you know maybe we can work together something come out of it." So uh, Nadon started coming to my house and recording like some of the first music he's ever recorded. Mm -hmm. and my mind was fucking blown. Like, right, that life, like, like you said, we, we, do, we do our own thing. There's right. definitely two different styles, but we work together. Like, like right, a yin right. and yang type of deal, right. like something for everybody. I was like, man, this dude can like spit. Yeah. Like, so uh, yeah, I started recording the shit. We started doing shows before the F, like four to five fanatics had a name. Mm -hmm. We would uh, we would do sets together, like alternate songs, back each other up, and then we started writing some songs together. And then it's got to the point, like man, like let's let's be a group, let's come up with a name. That's dope. And that's how that shit started. Then we did that. We uh, did the Plastic Eaters album, gotcha. and around that time we started uh, linking up with Proceed. Mm -hmm. And uh, Proceed was like, man, why don't we like make like a, a label or something like for everybody to link underneath and, mm -hmm. and cross promote, help each other out. And that's when Surface Level Records started, like around 2012. Okay, dope. So, and then, like throughout 2011 is when we started like performing together and, and writing the album. I think I think so that's when we next album. Like we, that's probably when we started. Like 30 round, like ran into you guys and stuff. When we we're doing shows. I remember the I remember the exact first time I saw you guys at the at the Rock Room. I think, oh, it, yeah. I think it was one of Stillborn shows. Okay, Cody Cody Jones. Now, yeah, but uh, yeah. I came out the Rock Room. And I saw you, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> right. you, you and Billy and Maria, I'm like, dude, like, where did this come from? How did, right. Like, how does this exist? And I, like, at that time, like, I'm a homebody. Mm -hmm. I've always been married. But, like, at that time, I was still getting out to everybody's shows, going to everything, because right. I didn't have kids yet. And I was like, yeah. how, like, where did this come from? Like, right, right. And no. I, remember, I remember talking to you and Billy a little bit, like, before I bounced that night. I think... I think either on the way home or when I got home next morning, I called up Nate on. I'm like, dude, like, right. it's 30 round. I'm like, right. shit's crazy. Right, unreal, bro. And I, I miss it so much, man, because I was like, dude, we had such a, a cool dynamic, like, in such a cool style. Like, when you, it's like when you look at us and then you hear what we produce, it's like, that's really, really interesting. You know what I mean? To see yeah. that, like, that, that diversity of, like, you know, of, of big time, yeah. stuff like that and, like, gender. But then you have, like, the diversity and, and style of rapping and singing like so definitely yeah, cool. yeah it's crazy so you know I, being a person that's in a group that was in a group and you know mm -hmm. we went through trials and tribulations and ups and downs and you know obviously we didn't 
you know, make the dream come true, so to speak. You know, obviously, you know, I I went on to do solo stuff and things like that. Um, so with that, like, my question is, what um, what was like some like turning points for you guys? Where, um, you know, I know you said you, you obviously you got married, you had kids, stuff like that. But like, were there any like trials and tribulations uh, within the group or things that like you guys weren't able to figure out that made you kind of want to go more on the solo route? Uh. Actually, no, like not with Fortify Phonetics. Okay. Um, it was kind of like, I mean, you know, Nate on mm -hmm. that dude is working on music. <laughs> machine. So like, right. I, I got a job as a real estate agent. My okay. daughter was born 2014. I was still really active to like almost 2016. Then my son was born. Okay. And then I, I um, just got my real estate license that year. Um, and I got real, I got real into that you know, trying to make a living out of doing that. I quit mm -hmm. waiting tables, um, two kids. And I just like, we have four to five phonetics has like half an album finished right now. Kind of, I don't know what's ever going to happen with that. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, It'll get put out somehow in some fashion. I, I don't know if, who knows what's going to happen, but. Um, EP or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like, I kind of, I faded out. Like I wasn't keeping up. Ryan's still writing shit. Mm -hmm. And that dude's working on like three projects at a time right. at all times. Right. So like, I just faded away. He kept doing his thing, um, and then probably like 2018-ish, I started like, I decided we had our third kid. I was like, man, I'm gonna take a break from from real estate. I'm gonna go back to waiting tables. So we have to put these kids in daycare. Mm -hmm. I can be with them Monday through Friday while my wife's working, and then I can go work nights and weekends. Right. Um, and then once I started doing that, I just I realized how much I was missing from the creative side of me. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to the if you listen to the track Cobwebs, I just put a lyric video out for it. But that's mm -hmm. kind of like about like Cobwebs or like the the area of my brain that wasn't being creative, and I was right, trying right. to reconnect with that. But I, I didn't put it to use for a while. Right. And then I knew at that point I couldn't be like, Yo, Ryan, like, or Chad, let's like let's go all out four to five phonetics. Like, hold up, right. what you're doing? <laughs> you came right. out of nowhere, bro. Right. And I was like, man, I just got. I'm gonna do this for myself, and then whatever happens in the future happens in the future. So like, yeah, no risk between FPX. Like, okay. we have a group text right now. We text each other every two days, make sure everyone's doing okay throughout like this whole shit. Okay. You know, sharing right. music with each other. The uh, and then surface level kind of held up too. That was just like a lot of people, and I think like. Nate on started Soul Slime mm -hmm. to like promote his newer stuff. And I think like Surface Love was like seven or eight people. And like some people moved to like Ohio, California, mm -hmm. and then FPX quit doing stuff. Proceed moved out of state for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like I've been keeping the name alive on like my own shit. Right. But uh, yeah, like that just kind of like it was a lot of people with like an equal division of like labor. Like Joey and Chad did like graphic design and. Mm -hmm. Half of us made beats, half of us right. just rhymed, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just... So it was a, it was a cohesive... like a natural course. Yeah, yeah. It's like... That's dope. But everybody's still home. Everybody that's like... I talked to Joey a lot. He goes, well, Joey Smooth, hot okay. take now. Okay. I talked to him a lot. That was my so, guy, man. Yeah. We Smooth. all stay in touch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I wish... He's just making beats now. I love Joey on the mic. I wish yeah. that he would bring that, that back hard, a little man. bit. Dude, yeah, yeah he, he could spit. That's he was born. Dope, man. Well... So talk about talk about the project. I just I was stumbling upon your your Facebook and saw that you just dropped the lyric video for Cobwebs and 
everything like that. But talk, I know that the album itself has like a really interesting name that means something really interesting. And I'm not going to say the word because I don't want to mispronounce <laughs> it. Uh, so you can go ahead and let people know uh, the name of, name of the project, what, what that means and kind of like what you, um, you know, what, what you want people to get out of it, like what you were hoping for people to kind of grab a hold to. Yeah, for sure. It's called Pareidolia. Pareidolia. Okay. What that is, is like, if you look at a tree, if you look at, if you look at the cover, it represents it. But uh, if you look at a tree and see like a face in the tree, uh, okay you're like look in the clouds and you see a cloud that shaped like, like a giraffe a or some okay. shit yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that means it, it kind of in the context of the music i kind of like what it meant to me was like life is like a series of random events mm. a bunch of things happen good bad and like there's something you can take from everything that happens mm. in life mm. you know what i mean so like right. every cloud you look at you might find a shape in it mm. everything happens in life is like a some shit that happens good or bad but like there's there's always like a lesson you can turn it into something or a lesson right yeah that's dope bro. so a lot a lot of the music is is based is built around that mm -hmm. um that's why i did there's a track with reason and nate on it's called tear it down and it's just like a raw, it's like a raw mc type of track and i almost didn't put it on there because i was like man it doesn't fit like the vibe so i, I played it as like a bonus track Okay. Just popped it on at the end because I didn't want to not include it because it's dope. But right, it definitely did. it's like a lot of it, it's it's a pretty personal album, I guess. Like mm -hmm. my you know my mind state through the years, or like mm -hmm. what my transition from working like a really serious job and taking a step back for like the kids, but then what getting back to my artistic side. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was fun putting together. I like yeah. So how long did it take you to, uh, you know, from conception to completion? How long was that process? Probably like a year and a half, like, but I was doing stuff like off and on. I made yeah. some of the beats, some of the beats, some of the beats are from like 2015 that I oh. had. <laughs> right. That you just brought hey. up. Bro, I've, I've been sitting on these, a couple songs <laughs> for like three years, man. I'm like, all right, I'm going to release it. Hey, yeah, they're new to everybody. Right, they're new right. to everybody except you. That's right. a hard thing to tell yourself as an artist. Right. Like right. if you made something five years ago that no one's ever heard, you're tired of it. Right. But it's new to everybody else. I mean, that, I mean, I think about that when I even think about like uh, the album I dropped in 2017, The Mind of Quinn. Like, yeah. I'm like, some people heard it, of course, like my friends and stuff like that. But I'm like, no one's really heard this record. No. So I could like, you know, someone, the right person, or I don't know, some like it, something hits and like, Boom! I could be like, oh, I'm, I'm on from this this old. Record. You never know, like what someone, right. what the people might like. Because um, I actually had a friend over last night, man. We were just chilling, you know, having a couple cold ones, and I was like, hey, bro, can I, can I show you some music? He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I showed him a, a, like a new song that I'm working on, and then showed him a track from uh, the Mind of Quinn, and he's just like, yo this shit is so different, but it's so dope. Like your flow, da, 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 you know, and I'm like, damn. And like, he didn't know that like I played a track from my, my old album. He thought it was, these were both too like okay. of age, you know, new songs and everything. I'm like, no, this, I made this back in, I actually recorded it in 2015 and then yeah. re-released re it in 2017. So, um, right. no, I, I feel you on that. It's like, and you know, if no one's heard your project and that, that's a, that's a brand new, you know, that's a brand new piece of work, you know, to anyone. Right. I hear you. That's why, that's why I did that lyric video. I was okay. like, even though it's only been like, not even two months since I dropped it, with everything that's happening in the world, I had like a month where I just, I didn't even promote it. 
I'm right. like, cause I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like in the world, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like to promote this music, like, right. you know, things affecting people's different, different ways. Like how can <laughs> I like be all gun ho about a project? Like, Oh, come check this out. Like the world's right. fucked up. Come, come listen to my music. Right. Right. Yeah. You can't. Like, so now the things, you know, it's settling down a little bit, mm -hmm. you're transitioning your, your mind state, but mm -hmm. let me, I'll make this, get this lyric video done so I can start promoting shit again. And right. The and I think too, man, like now, like people, it's, it's interesting because it's like, we were like, man, this is so not normal, but in all reality is becoming much more normal. And I'm like, yeah, interested, right. I'm interested in seeing what, like going back to work is going to feel like if like, you know, they just decide like, Hey, tomorrow you're going back to work. I'm like, Oh shoot. <laughs> what am I going to do? You know? So like, I, I think like right now is that perfect time to, you know, start putting out that content, like reaching out to people, letting people know like, yo, check out my music, check out what, you know, what we're doing, you know, and, yeah. and I, you know, I'm really proud and like grateful of like all the people that I've seen that are like really taking advantage, you know, of right. the internet space and like, you know, making content, using this time to be more creative. Cause I think like, if you're, if you're not doing anything, I mean, it's, it's real easy to kind of sit there and go crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. I've been there a couple times throughout yeah. the whole process. Like, yeah, bro. The sunshine yeah. helps, but like, man, there's rainy weeks. Like, oh, man. And it was kids cold. bouncing off the walls and screaming, and right. you can't get any like, space to think. Right. It's right. Yeah, I get, man, I got, what, one in, one in four years old, bro. Oh, my Lord. Um, I'm almost, my oldest is almost six. I got okay. six, four, and almost two. Okay, wow. So, like, so you got, yeah. I got, I got two. I'm, we good with two. Me and my wife was like, look, two is enough, okay? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought, too. And I don't know, <laughs> he said, I don't know what happened. Into it, man. She always wanted to have, like, three or four. And I'm like, okay. I came from a two-kid family. I'm like, two is, two is cool. Right. And we had a boy right. and a girl. So it was even like, man, like, we right. don't need to. Right. If you get a boy, I, see, I feel like that's, the, that's literally the best of both worlds. Like, I got uh, an older boy, younger, younger girl. They love each other. I'm like, wonderful. Cute. Came out all right. Great, yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know, but nah, man, I can ask for it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, two, two's good. Three is a yeah. challenge, man. I can only imagine. Think long and hard, or wait, or wait till your youngest is like seven or eight, and then like, then do it again because like yeah. the other ones are old enough to like help with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you gonna be, they gonna be changing diapers. Get that. Yeah, <laughs> diapers, babysitters. Feed <laughs> them. Right, for real. I'm not playing. But, uh, but just uh, since we're on a lighter mood, um, in all these uh, podcast episodes that I do, I kind of like ask this really weird question that like some people, they take it on the funny route. Others take it on like the super serious route. Like, yeah, I hate when this stuff. And it's like, oh, geez, I wasn't expecting that. But uh -uh. Really, it's really, really up to you. Okay. Um, but uh, different form, my brother, what would you say is your number one no-no? And what I mean is just like something you just like, uh-uh, nah, either it gross you out or like you just, you ain't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Don't rap over your vocals on stage. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, bro. I knew it. I knew it, bro. I, I, listen. Because I've said it on stage every every show. Every right. show I get drunk at. Yeah, so yeah. right. <laughs> I start no, talking people shit. People do that so much. And it's just like, bro, this is a performance. If I wanted to hear your recording, I'd hop on iTunes and listen to your recording. I want to hear right. it perform. Like, Especially like your verses. I could see I could see if you're trying to figure yourself out as a solo artist and you got like help on hooks that maybe like yeah. you go from spitting to singing or whatever, like 
Yeah, I'm I, not gonna say I give you a pass for that, but like, you got to learn how to do it. Right. Um, I do. Me, I have songs that are like straight 16 bars, and then I jump into like a, a real wordy hook, mm-hmm. like right away. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll change. I'll change my words for live shows. Or, like, right. do it. You know what I mean? Like, do it differently. But I won't. Yeah, nothing over top of like pre-recorded vocal tracks. Um, you know, like I, the only thing that I've done is like obviously like hooks, like especially if there's like like harmonies or something like that. I'm like, obviously one person can't hit a harmony by themselves. So I'll have like the harmony on there. Yeah, right. Or something like that, you know, or the ad lib, like, you know, you really need that ad lib to, no, right, to right. come in. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, dude, I, I mean, when it's like pure, especially when it's like pure trap music and it's like, you yeah. know, it's growing on me. I'm like, I like some trap songs. I like to dance, you know? Dude. But when it's just like, I'm cool with everything if it's right. done, if it's done well. We, if, it's um, good, if it's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to St. Louis once with mm-hmm. Fortify Phonetics, and uh, I think his dude's name was A Game. He was he was on like the trap tip, but man, no, no. It was the first time I saw like it was like a lot of Pittsburgh trap I'd see was everybody just rapping over their vocals. And right, right. This dude didn't do any of that, and it was fucking. It was so sick. Like right. it was so hype, and I was like, yeah, like this is how it should be done. Like just do it professionally. Like don't sing along to your shit. Like right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it was so dope. Like right. I feel like people do that though too because they they a lot of them aren't ready to perform and don't know their music by heart, you know. Right. What I mean? Like, cause that's the most embarrassing thing is like messing up your own bars. You're like, shit, you know. Dude, uh, I do, I do whatever. I do. Oh like, man. Set. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'll I'll start freestyling, bro. I'll yep. make, I'm like, and I and I I'll just yeah. say and I a couple times and I'm back up in it like yeah, you know, it is. Mario's back. Right. Mario quit. That's, what, yeah, that's what I started doing, man. Just freestyle yeah. it. Cause I used to, man, I used to like, I'd mess up and be like, oh man, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell people you messed up. Like, you lose yourself, mm-hmm. just start spitting some random shit till the hook comes in. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen it, bro. There was one experience I've had where the where the dude was so nervous and so like out of it, just and and you could tell the music was dope. You were like, oh, those beats, and yeah. when, he, when he started to rap a little, you're like, oh, that flowed. But then he just kept being like, oh, no, oh, no. And to the point where he, like, he got so upset that he like walked off stage. And I'm like, bruh, no one <laughs> would have known had you just, because the beats were so tight. Yeah. You would have killed a, a simple eight-bar freestyle, bro, and hop back in it. Unreal. Yeah, I, I've been there, man. I did that a couple times right. early on. Right. Like, oh, you like walked off? I never walked off. So I never oh, left the man. stage. Never left okay, the stage. That's, that's a number. That's my number uh, one no-no. Listen, if you... Look, what would Beyonce do? She wouldn't walk off the stage. She would keep uh, going. She'll fall on her face, she can roll dance, over, get dance. back up. <laughs> you can dance, too. You can just start dancing. Bro, I'm done it. Me, I, I, I don't have any of that dancing shit in me. Listen, man, I'll, I'll, show, you, I'll show you a couple two-steps, bro. You'll be in there. You know <laughs> I, did, I danced at my wedding and retired after that. Right. He was like, All right, that was it. That was the one and only time. Never again, never again. That's it. That's funny. All right, well, different form. Uh, so thinking about, you know, you got this project out, um, you know, you're, you're now starting the, the promotion process. Um, you know, where do you see yourself like in your music, in your craft, you know, going through these next, now this is pretty big. Okay. So I apologize. Right, uh, next, these next five years, like, where do you see yourself? You know what I mean? Kids are going to be years. older. You know what I mean? Deeper into the marriage, but do you see yourself still rocking and rolling and like putting out good music? in those five like what do you see your life i'm getting old man but in five years i do see that uh that that when i when i made the the commitment to put this put this record out 
and uh, switch up my work. I was like, man, like, I'm going to go full steam the next four, actually four or five years and, and see whatever happens, wherever it takes me. And probably even longer. I've, dude, I've been making music since, what I told you, 1998. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've, taken a couple, I've taken a couple breaks for a couple years in between there. Right. And I realized, like, I've had this conversation with, like, Nate on and Blacklisted, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I quit, like, getting on the stage, I'm probably still going to, like, be making beats. I'm probably mm-hmm. going to write mm-hmm. some songs. I might mm-hmm. record stuff on my own. Like, I'll probably always be creating, like, hip-hop music in some right, way. Right. It's weird I mean, to think of that because hip-hop, right. I mean, dudes are in their 50s now. Like, right. That, you know, I was just saying, yeah, doing shit. Doing like, it's, it, yeah. it's becoming more normal, but I just, I could see myself, like, being like 60 like right. <laughs> as weird as weird as that is it's so hard to like the picture next artists <laughs> you know what i'm saying well yeah. I'm, i might not be on the stage but i might be in my basement like right no i would say my locker going downstairs to <laughs> you make know, a listen beat. To, come listen to these hot tracks i got <laughs> but I th- i'm just gonna keep creating stuff mm. i'm gonna i was supposed to open for greaves who's an artist on Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was supposed to open for him on March 26th. So, like, yeah, so that was, my, that was my goal this spring and summer was to put this album out, mm-hmm. get my name back out there because I changed names. I'm not in the same group I was in. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, I've been in the scene for 11 years, but I'm like reestablishing myself. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. weird. But, I, you know, I still have some connections and, and, and people that, I, you know, could help me out and get shows and whatever. That was my thing, was trying to get back out, reestablish my name, get people familiar with my music, and try to, like, we used to throw so many events, but, like, I didn't want to get into, like, the show-throwing thing, but right, right. try to, like, that, land shows, you know what I mean? Open right. for artists that are touring. And plus, that's less responsibility. You don't have to worry about all this extra, you know. Oh, there's so much extra artists. stress. Yeah, man. I <laughs> don't worry about money. Trust me, I deal with it all the time. I mean, not anymore, yeah. but, you know, at Level Up, that's, you know, booking shows every weekend, trying to do something. I'm like, uh, it's too much. But right. uh, I wanted to ask, so different form, you know, um, where did the name come from, man? Like, what, what made you go with that? And, like, what made you so take I, the vowels out? Like, what happened? <laughs> I, I came up with it, like, 2016-ish, when I started, like, not making music. Okay. I think I got tired of the name Connect a little bit. I loved it because you just connect the words together, man. I know. Connect four, connect <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> right. Uh, dude, I started using that name like 2001, 2002, <laughs> when it was like, man, I need a name to like list all this music under that I'm, I'm putting out on MySpace or, you know, sending to my friends. Um, I, just, I just got tired of it. Okay. I don't know why. And then, like, I quit making stuff, and I'm like, well, maybe I can come up with something new to, like, reinvigorate myself. Or... Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I had the kids. Felt like my life was changing, so mm-hmm. I was trying to come up with, like, a name, like, mm-hmm. to represent, like, that metamorphosis or, like, change. And I had this one name. I forget what it is. But I looked it up, and it was some, like, whack DJ in, like, California <laughs> yeah, or something. Right. Like, well, I can't use that. Right. And I was like, oh. and I was like, man, I'm, I'm in like a different form. And I was, then that was, that's really long right. writing out different forms. So right. I was like, well, I'll, t- I'll cut out the vowels. I wrote it down, looked at it, put it in capital letters. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I, I can rock with this. Right. No, I love it, man. I think that's it. And I had a feeling like, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of it like, you know, he, he stopped making music, uh, we're fortified and all that. Like you, 
you know, changes in your life. You got kids, things like that. I'm like, and now you're, you're, you're bringing this, you're like, man, I got, I got this creativity in my brain that I, I need to access that I need to put out. And so like, right. yeah, this is me and my, like, I'm, I'm thinking like freaking, uh, go get the <laughs> final form type, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm, I'm always trying to add layers to shit. So right, like, right. yeah, like that's, you know, the oh, yeah. name of the record, like without trying to do too much, but yeah, I try to like, Dope. Use a lot of metaphors or add some depth to things. So yeah, that's how it came about. Dope. Love it, man. Well, so I'm getting down to my, because I'm looking at the time. want to keep good time here. But um, what did she say? My wife told me to wake her up in 10 minutes, girl. <laughs> good night. <laughs> she in bed for the night. Anyways, but my last question, you know, like I said earlier, uh, before we started uh, this podcast, you know, I, I really try to use this as a platform um, to not only, you know, shine light on people who are doing really cool stuff here in the city, but also, you know, be a beacon of like inspiration and empowerment and hope for young, young artists here in Pittsburgh. And so um, that's, that's like what Level Up's all about, et cetera. Um, and so my question is, if there was like a young person out there who, you know, wanted to get into music or maybe they had a group and, and things didn't work out and things in their lives change and they're, they're, interested in coming back and creating something again, but they just don't know, you know, what advice would you give that young person? It's kind of cliche, but like, especially with how the world is right now, everyone gets like, things are kind of on pause Mm -hmm. and everybody has a chance to like Mm self-evaluate. And I think like prioritizing what, what means the most to you right now is, is big. What means most to you, the people around you, so I think like kind of like chasing your dreams, but like if you feel really passionate about something mm-hmm. and I think you need to like pursue that and, and make an attempt to do that as much as you can. Like, cause I, I had, I was doing that from 2009 to like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. And then I took a step back and I was feeling like crazy regret. Cause like, we were kind of gaining a lot of steam with Fortify Phonetics. Right. We played some of our biggest shows opening for like Deltron, Black Alicious. Like 2014, 2015, we played some of our biggest shows. Right, right. And then like I switched up my job. It was one of like this real professional job. You know, I got kids. Like it's time to grow up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I realized like maybe that's not really what growing up is. Like I had, I had regret. Like, man, like what if I would have just kept going? Like didn't right. take a break for a couple of years. So right. that's kind of like. So I, there was definitely regrets. Like, you know, do do what you're passionate about. Like, mm-hmm. if you need if you need that job, if you need a heavy income, like, try to find a balance at least. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've always maintained that balance. I've always been working. Um, I've been married since 2009. So with the day I started like performing locally, you know, I was a married man. Like, right, right. I missed out on all the party and like after right. shows oh, and whatever. I was party, responsible about it at all times, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had some late nights at the art house. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we had some fun, man. Fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just if you feel it in you, man, like you got to do it. Like, give it a chance. Like, no, I dig it, man. And I don't really think it's like, I don't think it's that cliche, man. I think it's just, it's, it's sometimes that simple, you know? It's just like, the hard part is like, obviously, I feel like it's actually finding balance. It's like, no, cause I feel like I, there was a point in my life where I was like, so art 
and not paying my bills. Like I'm like, I'm an artist. Get my rent. I'm gonna do my art and I'm gonna yeah. make it somehow I'm gonna make it. And this is when I was living at the art house. And like yeah. Dylan was like, Mario, bro, please like get it together. You know, he's like, I'm gonna have to let you go. Like, you know, he's like, you're not he's like, I, I love what you're doing with, you know, your art and you're trying to get your dance going. But he was like, you also have other responsibilities. And so I think it's just finding that balance with that and yeah. and, 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 and go ahead. Making it can be different things. I feel right. like everybody, especially like rappers, right? You're gonna you, you're gonna get a million dollar contract. Like it's not gonna happen. The world. Like <laughs> you could like you could build yourself up, get a loyal fan base. What mm -hmm. if you what if you can make like twenty five grand a year making music? That'd be dope. And then another twenty five doing something else. Or, you know what I mean? Like right, right. I think times are changing. Like you could have multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. Like. What if you're just that dude that makes 10 grand out of music, 15 grand? You know what I mean? It's like, doesn't that sound great? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, lovely. Give me that per show, please. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I think like, I don't know, like you don't have to blow up to have right. fun doing your art. Like, right. but maybe you can have a little bit of like income, a little sustainability from it where like you can combine it with other things you're doing in life, like along with that balance. Right. Dope. I, don't I, I dig it, man. That's, that's the goal right now, man. I'm like, I don't want to be famous. And I just want people to listen to my music and yeah, play shows, have, have like a hundred people at your show. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, you know, have, I'm cool, I'm cool time, with two man. people. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm man. Yeah, you can right, yeah. I love the intimacy, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, dope, man. So listen, bro, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you go. But before we get off, just want to say thank you so much for joining. Um, I know we were supposed to do this like face to face, you, know, like you, hit, you hit me up. You're like, bro. Um, so this virus, oh, here, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it'll be cool. I'm like, it'll be cool. You're like, nah, I don't think it's gonna be cool, bro. I hopped, I hopped on it quick, man. I hopped on it quick. I, I was know, like, you, you were not playing any freaking nah. games. I was cracking up. I was like, he's not playing, bro. <laughs> I feel you. When you got kicked, man. Like once I seen how serious it was, I was like, all right, chill out. Yeah, I had a bad, I had a bad feeling quick once right. I um. Wednesday, March 11th, I got out of work at like 10 o'clock and I had to go to Target real quick. And uh, I had sports, like I don't, I had sports radio on. And they were talking like, oh man, the NBA is like shutting down tonight. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, his last name's Gobert. My first name might be Ryan. Um, I think he plays for Utah Jazz. He was oh, the first like athlete that had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's about And I was like. Oh shit! Like if the biggest like cash cows like the sports leagues are shutting down, like I don't know, I got a bad feeling yeah. about it real quick. That's like serious, yeah. And then, like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, sports like, are shutting shit down and like not bringing people into their stadiums. Like something's happening. Yeah, because that's that's so, bread, a lot of bread. Yeah. When you start messing with people's money, and mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, all right, serious. <laughs> serious dog. Well. But, um, you know We'll have to do it face to face when when the time's yeah. right. When it's when it's right, bro. Because it's it's a it's a it's a even crazier like experience. Because you're like you know you got the mics, you know what I mean, got the headphones, like I know you know shooting the shit, like you know what I mean. Um, it, this is cool too, though, because like people need shit to do. Like I need to talk right. to people that aren't <laughs> right. kids no. or my wife. You know, right. what I, mean? <laughs> so, like, I call you know, I call my mom like every day, and like I don't know, call my cousin, like my brother. Yeah. I talk to him a lot, but like man, like. I really, I realized, especially this past weekend, I was like, man, I really miss like human to human interaction. Right. Like, 
out like on a regular basis right. crowds i miss shows like right. i almost miss going to work i don't know but yeah i, I do i'm for load but it's weird i do a little bit man i'm like damn, I, miss, <laughs> I miss sitting in my office and like you know being able to go walk to the store and come you know yeah. on campus and stuff like that you know what i mean uh but no i feel that bro like you know i do i do get out the, uh, a little bit man. i go to the studio um you know i might see one or two other people there um like pat and you know Sean, yeah. my other partner and stuff you know but that's like my escape it's like all right, i'm gonna teach my dance class at the studio online but that's my only time no, right that's good out. yeah that's good you have that's my daughter takes dance classes and hers are like yeah. online so yeah so cool just, that like the, she gets to do that like right. Right. And no, she I mean, she's doing her school online, so it keeps the kid like it's a little normal for her to right, an extent. Right. I mean, a lot of people are making a you know, because I work with a lot of like you know, nonprofit and like creative learning people. Um, and so a lot of folks are like going that route where they're just trying to figure out this like distance learning and online learning and stuff like that, and you know, making it equitable, you know. But I, I think I think a lot of people are doing a good job, like I said before, like I, I'm really happy with how people have like taking this thing and, and still been able to like reach out to people and make those connections so right but speaking of connection so if anybody that's like listening to this watching this uh family if you're just now joining we about to get off in a minute but uh this is episode 64 of the level up podcast my boy different form in the building um but if anyone is out there that's listening that uh heard this interview that want to connect with you want to listen to your music um you know want to collab whatever it may be how can they reach out to you in the world of the internet uh different form d-f-r-n-t-f-r-m at different form everywhere okay. um instagram look me up on spotify okay um yeah facebook twitter email is different form at gmail.com okay. we got the, the album right here oh you got the physical copies yeah, yeah. Hey. dude i got i got a crazy stack of these and the whole world got shut down so. oh man <laughs> <laughs> Throw them joints. <laughs> Listen, throw them joints online. Like, look, get the exclusive physical CD, okay? Right. Disc. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got a few out there. But yeah, I was like, man, I'm going to push these at shows, and then shows got shut down. But right. we're going to yeah. roll with it. Once they said no more than 10 people, I was like, ah, no more events. We literally, we had like probably like five events scheduled, uh, like back to back. And I'm like, damn, these were really cool ones to, to not, you know. I know, man. Do. I know. Yeah, but soon enough, you know, yeah, and so like, it's, it's and hard to predict. So many people are trying to predict things, and you can't. I'm trying not to get caught up in that. We'll just, <clears throat> I'm just letting it be. Time when it's right, it's right, right, letting it be. And too, man, I just, you know, time with the family, you know, time to like reflect, self reflection, yeah. big thing, you know what I mean. Um, rest. I've gotten so much rest. It's crazy. Dude, I've been sleeping so well. Like, <laughs> I'm like, my, my normal schedule is getting home from work at like 10 and I try to work on music till like 2. Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing music as much as I should, but like mm -hmm. I'm in bed by like midnight. Right. I sleep till 7 or 8. Like right. I never sleep 7 or 8 hours. Right. It's yeah. 5 or 6 in my normal life. It's been it's been wonderful, you know. Um, yeah. I just gotta I gotta get to bed earlier. My I'm such a night owl, man. Like soon as it's like that's how I am, but I'm not I'm not now. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I, it, it's taking its toll. But yeah, um, I, I like when I was you know when I was at work and stuff like it, I you know because it was like or you gotta be there at eight thirty. I'm like I'm not messing yeah. this job up. You know what I'm saying? So I was up and at it, but um now it's like okay, I could wake up a little bit later and everything like that. But you yeah. know, I mean I'm. I'm, I'm trying to make the my best. normal routine is i'm up till two or three 
like on a regular basis, but right. this this whole thing has me switched up. I'm in bed earlier. <laughs> right, right. Hey, man, it's, it's affected everybody differently. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm glad that you know again, you know, we're making you know people are you know you're safe, your family's safe, and we're making you know right. a positive effort to do things and you know connect and communicate as best as we can during this time. So yeah, it's the key, man. It's the key. Definitely, definitely appreciate you being on, bro. Um, yeah, I appreciate you too, man. No doubt. This is my first real podcast interview. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, man. It is. I've done some interviews in the past, like that are on YouTube and shit. Yeah. But like that was before, like the podcast game was like. Okay. Well, listen, man, I'm, so. I'm I'm amped that the Level Up podcast is your first podcast. It's, it's, Dude, I'll, I'll never forget it. Listen, it's, it's, <laughs> did you hear? Um, did you see the one with me and Mike Gagne? Yeah, that would, that's, that why would, I broke the, that's why I broke the beer out. I'm like, man, uh, these dudes are just it. I already have my mindset. Like, I'm going to hang out with Mario and have a couple beers. Right. Nah, dang. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have drank that. I drank my last one right before I got on here, too. I should have said Nah, you're good. You're good. Dang. But, uh, nah, man, that one was fun, man. Like, Gagna, you know, him and I. I, I watched that whole interview. That. fun. Like, yeah, I had fun checking into that. And then, and, that there's such a history there. Like, right, right. And, minute, and, like, and then he dragged me to the bar. I'm like, yo, I got to go home, uh, bro. I got to nice. And and he's like, bro, he was like, you think your wife would be okay with you having just a couple beers with me at the bar? I'm like, no, she will not be okay with that. I need right. to go home. He's what like, you doing anyway? He's like, he's like, bro, just blame it on me. I'm like, oh. so I text her like, hey, babe, listen, I haven't seen Mike in forever. He wants to buy me a beer. Is that cool? You know, but that was that was such a good interview, man. But it's good to connect, you know, with you guys, you know, people that you know, rocking with rocking with back in the day. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dope history and and I really do miss like parts of that like that time man like especially the shows like you know Rock Room Smiling Moose did, did a couple shows we did at the Shadow Lounge before they closed down and everything so that was I mean those, fun, those are some of my favorite times in Pittsburgh yeah. hip-hop like right. my time is like 2012 2000 to 2014 like right we need, to, we need listen we need to take, we need to take back over man and, and bring that flavor. no we can't man it, this, mm-hmm. yeah it needs to happen on that level like there's i feel like there's no like underground hip-hop shows happening like mm-hmm. it used to be a show every week right like there was shit all the time but right 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 yeah i think well, that it, it could be resurrected i think i feel like it you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best i'd love to get you guys like because i think i think i had ryan perform at level up one time maybe I don't remember, but I, I definitely, because I've been trying to tell people, I'm like, bro, it, it's the hip hop scene in Pittsburgh is so goddamn scattered. I'm like, but there's so many dope artists that a lot of people just don't know about. And it's like, right. you know, I'm like, you know, have you heard of these guys? They're like, no, I've never heard of them ever, ever before. And I'm like, what? These, some of the illest MCs I've ever met in my life. You know what I mean? And no, so right. I really, I think my next move, like once this is all over, is like really trying to connect like the drill and trap and like, that kind of genre of music in in the underground, like true hip hop spitter type, you know, you know, indie type people. Right. Same room, man. Cause I, I feel like yeah, there's a place for everybody. Yeah. It'd be dope, man. Just don't wrap over your vocals. And we'll be good. <laughs> oh, they do it. Listen, I tell them every time I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm just stop doing that. I say, stop doing that. That's whack. That's yeah. whack. And every time I perform, then the, you know, and everybody's looking at me like, wow, that was so amazing. You're so good at perform. I'm like, listen, I'm going to set the example. Don't yeah, man. Right. Period. You know. But anywho, bro, <laughs> different form. Thank you so much for being yeah. on, bro. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna hit end record, so you can still stay on the call and everything. But I'm gonna hit end record. But family, okay. thank you so much for tuning in. 
to this episode of the Level Up Podcast, episode 64. Please go follow my boy Different Form, at Different Form, without the vowels, on everything. Check out his music. Um, what's the name of the album? One more time, I forgot it. Per- 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 Paradolia. Paradolia. It's like when you see yeah. things in nature, okay, that look like yep. other things, basically. Yeah, so check that out. <laughs> um, would it dropped on the 13th? Was that the 13th? Yeah, March 13th. Yeah, it dropped on the 13th. I like the number three, and I like the number 13. It was Friday the 13th. And it was Friday. That's some powerful energy right there. Check yeah. that album out, family. All right, peace and love, y'all. Peace. Well, gotta give it up. I started from the bottom, but I climbed my way up. Level up studios, that was all up in my thoughts. So I put it in the pot, and I mix it all up. Well, I build my business the organic way. I pay my dues so I can live and see some better days.